Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and I'm here today with Kim. Ooh, Kim, voice is cracking voice. because of the allergies. <laughs> Um, and Quella, who hopefully you will not hear her voice. Yes, Quella the seeing eye puppy has currently crashed out, snoozing on the carpet, and that's mm-hmm. okay. Yes. As long as we don't give Kim allergy medicine that causes her to crash out snoozing <laughs> on the carpet, we should be fine. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> allergy medicine, allergies. Yeah, it happens, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. I've, like, I've heard this like really cool little thing about if you have a little bit of local honey, Every day that I've it's heard almost that. like giving yourself an allergy shot kind I've of heard thing. That. And honestly, I can say so far, I'm actually finding that to be true-ish. True-ish. Um, I am not. I have not been very successful about being consistent with my having honey every day. Although our our local U Dairy at the University of Delaware makes some amazing local honey. All right. well, actually, I think it's probably the bees that make the honey, but yeah, you know. <laughs> typically the bees yeah. get some degree of credit for the honey making thing. Perhaps, perhaps, but uh, <laughs> but anyway, that was a really good uh, a good purchase for me. So you know, right. I remember throwing in my tea sometimes, or my yogurt, or my oatmeal, or whatever. Right. Um, and uh, it might be making a little difference. It so might be. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hard to tell. Yeah, but we're not really here to sell honey or talk to you about... Well, you know, we're not here to sell honey, but we are kind of here to talk to you about allergies because we're talking about when just stuff happens, when life happens and life changes and it's, it maybe comes in the door unexpectedly and you're a homeschooler. And you don't necessarily have any control over it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But then you have decisions to make when different types of changes come. And sometimes you're deciding to press on and stay the course and stick with the schedule. And other times you're choosing to change things Mm -hmm. and tweak things. And sometimes you change major things that are beyond tweaking but not into twerking, which is an entirely different podcast (laughs) episode altogether. Um, And sometimes you just throw the schedule right in the shredder because it's it's over. It's not happening. That's right. Sometimes it's a short time change. Right. And sometimes it's a semi-permanent or a permanent Mm -hmm. change. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're, we're going to try to explore some of those different kinds of situations, um, things that we have experienced ourselves or we have had um, friends and acquaintances who have gone through it and seen how homeschooling can respond to life mm-hmm. and how you can help that to be a good thing for everybody, for the homeschooling as well as for the home and yes. the people who live in it. Yes. Yeah. And maybe some not so great ways that you might want to avoid pitfalls that we could help you steer clear of. Yeah, because yeah. we have fallen into a few pits on our... We have. In our travels, yes. I remember a video game from when I was a kid and we had Atari. Oh, oh boy, did I just fun. date myself. But it was called Pitfall Harry and ah. he would run through the jungle and he would and leap. I remember over that. that. Yeah. yeah, so whenever we say pitfalls... I, catch I, the I, swinging I, vines, I think. Picture yeah. Pitfall Harry yeah. on a swinging vine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So whether we're walking through the jungle or not... We come across unexpected things. Some of it's some of it's bad, and I think that that's what people automatically think of mm-hmm. when we say life happens. Yeah. So um, there's an illness, or perhaps a um, uh, ongoing. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when you're chronic. Ill. Chronic. There's that word. I was thinking. I know it starts with a C, 
but I couldn't think of the word yeah. chronic. Sorry. There yeah. So go. maybe a chronic illness is diagnosed and you're making an entire lifestyle change for going forward to deal with, with something that's going to change your whole life. Yeah. Whatever that may be. Yeah. Financial setbacks. Mm. A yeah. move. Yeah. Um, moving the house when you're homeschooling is tough. Oh, big time. Yeah. Surrounding family circumstances, you yeah. know, bringing an older family member to live mm-hmm. with you mm-hmm. or saying goodbye to older, younger people in right. your life who right. you are moving some. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That whole dynamic changes. And then there could be just the straight up crisis things yep. that happen. Um, there can be marriage breakdowns. There can be divorce. There can be um, someone with mental health problems. There can be really, really major things. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have done one episode maybe in the past. We probably need mm-hmm. to do another one sometime soon um, with Vicky on yeah. um, helping teens through crisis. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Because that's really kind of a whole separate thing. So we're not as much talking about crisis mm-hmm. in this episode as we are stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff happens. And sometimes it's actually good stuff. We do automatically, I think, when we hear life happens, think, you know, the bad stuff. Um, but sometimes it's awesome stuff. Sometimes Such it's as. a promotion. Sometimes it's a, you know, an opportunity to do something amazing for one of your kids that requires a lot of travel or a mm. lot of, uh, you know, a few episodes ago, we had Jake Johnson and his mom. And as opportunities started coming up for him with his swimming I'm sure that was sort of like life in a blender right. for them. So there's all kinds of right, all kinds of stuff. Sometimes it's yeah, uh, and strangely enough, life happening can be um, like like you're saying with Jake. I'm just thinking there's so many things where one of our kids is excelling in the arts or in athletics mm-hmm. or um, in a trade or in a robotics league or whatever. Where even something that is already a piece of their academic hub, you know, where you've already said, wow, this is a big piece of our homeschooling, but suddenly it blows up Mm. and there is not space for doing chemistry the way you've been doing it or for doing literature the way you've been doing it. And change is change and change is hard, whether it's good change, even if it's super good change. Yeah. Yeah. Even even when your oldest homeschooler hits the age of needing, you know, if they're a college bound student and all of a sudden you're trying to do trips to look at colleges. Yeah. That yeah. can that can be a huge it time can sucker. Definitely get in the way of business as usual, mm-hmm. um, which is how a lot of us like to run our homeschools. And that's maybe a place to start. So yeah, absolutely. Um, while some people are very big on the particular system that they have found that helps their homeschool to run efficiently and effectively. Um, At Seven Sisters, we are much bigger on the idea that you need to find a system that is a good sort of foundational framework for your homeschool, but there's not one right Right way way. to do efficient homeschool planning that that keeps you on track, but also doesn't make everybody crazy. Yeah. And for some of us, there's much more system there in a good system and for some of us there's a whole lot less system mm-hmm. and for some of us there could be more system and it would be beneficial and for some of us there could be less system and it could be beneficial Ooh, yeah oh so we're not talking about a system but we're talking about whatever business as usual looks like in your homeschool yeah and by the time you get to high school i think most families are beyond the 
completely organic, unschool mm-hmm. mindset, um, especially if they have college-bound kids. Yeah, because absolutely. it is it is a lot harder to create a transcript that is going to be mm-hmm. accepted by a college admissions officer if there's not some degree of structure. So oh, whatever yeah. that looks like for your homeschool, mm-hmm. um, the first thing that I guess we're going to encourage you to do if life is happening or you feel like life is perhaps about to happen. Um, is to look at that schedule and decide what your deal breakers are. Yes. What are the things that flat out preserve mom's sanity? Because mm. if mom's sanity goes down the toilet, everything else is going to be affected by that. That is the reality of homeschooling is that, yeah. Yeah, because we drive the boat. Yep. Yeah. So deal breakers might be any number of different things for different mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah. And for, it could be the school part or mm-hmm. it could be the life around the school right part. it could be no matter what we have to do language arts regularly daily mm-hmm. um or it could be we have to cook dinner mm-hmm. or it could be you know what dinner can kind of go out the window a little yeah. bit and we can have cereal are old enough that they can feed themselves if they need to yeah yeah or everybody can take a turn so that we can preserve the language arts or the math maybe the math is more critical because we can do language arts in a more fluid way. Right. But for us and our family, if we don't stay on top of the math, it's going to be really hard to get that engine running again. And we're going to lose ground, so we're going to have to go back. and. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to pull up a couple of possible sacred cows, and I'm going to Ooh. suggest that it's just okay to consider getting rid of this, even if your initial gut reaction is, oh, that's a deal breaker for me. Just just think it through and ask yourself mm. the question, is this truly a deal breaker or do I just have this set up to be a sacred cow that I can't mm. even consider? All right. Um, so let's see. One is co-op. Mm. A lot of us, by the time we are homeschooling high schoolers, are deeply involved and committed to a co-op. And that is wonderful. We are all about cooperative experiences for homeschool high school. We talk about it all the time. But some co-ops are very, very demanding in terms of time. Mm-hmm. And some are very high stress, unfortunately. Mm. We've done several episodes on how to help set an atmosphere that is not going to be high stress yes. in your co-op. <laughs> but you put people in a room together, and you know what you have? You have people in a room together. <laughs> that's and, a, that, and that can be a yeah, breeding ground for stress. It, it can just be. Can. It can be. So um, look at your co-op. And yes, you made a commitment to that. But is it possible that a wise well-communicated, carefully, respectfully communicated decision to either temporarily or permanently withdraw from a co-op because your life has changed. Perhaps that is wise. Mm. And perhaps it's not. Perhaps it's a terrible idea. And that is the deal breaker that your homeschool is going to fall apart if you can't keep that in place. But don't be afraid to consider it simply because it would disappoint or annoy people that you love. Someone else. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So co-op can, can be a deal breaker or maybe it's a sacred cow. There you go. Okay. Um, oh, okay. I'm going to really stir the pot here. I can't wait to hear this. I'm like, I have no idea what she's going to say. <laughs> Morning devotions as a family Ooh. or dinner time devotions as a family. I wow. have had friends who were so, I know, <laughs> who were so blessed to have regular daily. They started their homeschool day together with scripture and prayer. For years. And true confessions time, that was not me. That's not what worked for us. What worked for 
us much more effectively was having scripture and prayer woven into multiple points in the day in little bite-sized nuggets tied to whatever we were Mm. encountering. That is not a cop-out. That doesn't mean that I said, oh, it'll just, you know, it'll show up somehow. No, like we really hardcore when we, you know, pulled out the, the algebra book. Um, and we're both feeling a little not great about where we were with high school math at that point. <laughs> yes, I'm including mom in that equation. We would say, okay, hold on. Let's pray. Pray. Because this is, this is hard and we're both, we get stressed just pulling the book out. So that's not God's plan for this to be something that comes between us that frustrates and shuts down communication. So let's, let's pray. And we would pray. Um, we would talk about scripture regularly. And there is that whole like Bible verse in Deuteronomy that homeschoolers really love to talk about how you should discuss these things with your kids all the time, walking on the road. And when you get up in the morning and when you, but the idea there is not that it must be at the start of the homeschool day. It's that it is all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe the the more formalized devotional time together is super important for your family. But maybe it's not. Yeah. And maybe there's a, a different approach that is going to serve you better. Yeah. And you need to figure out, is it glue or is it, you know, is it something that's going to help hold your family together in this time? Mm. Or is it something that is more stressing than blessing? Yeah. And if it's proving to be divisive and the point of it is for it to, to bring unity, then maybe it's the format. Yeah. It's never the prayer that's the problem and it's never no. the scripture that's the problem, but it may be the format in which you are engaging in. Right. We are not throwing out the Bible oh, with no. the bathwater here, folks. We're oh, just no. saying, think about what things look like. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, maybe co-op is a deal breaker. Maybe it's a sacred cow. Maybe your formal... Um, a way of handling family devotional time is is a deal breaker, but maybe it's maybe it's become a sacred cow. Mm. Um, possibly, mom doing certain subjects with certain mm. kids is a deal breaker, but possibly it's a sacred cow. Mm-hmm. There were years where I had it in my head that I needed to do X, Y, or Z with this particular kid, only to find out that. They were kind of over it. They had hit the groove and they would really just as soon do it themselves. And if they were getting a bunch of things wrong or getting stuck, they would ask for help. But I had assumed because at the beginning of the year, they were feeling overwhelmed or, oh, okay, well, we'll do that one together. Yeah, mom, you're going to have to do this one with me. But maybe that changes over time. And that's okay. So true. So true. I actually just stumbled upon um, a quote from Einstein. Um, from our friend Tony Gonzalez at round two. Um, so Tony had on her Instagram, in the middle of difficulty, and this is a, an Einstein, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Mm. And it just seems to me maybe this is one of those times where what seems like difficulty, all of a sudden it's an opportunity for one of our kids to become more independent, right. to figure out how to do something on their own that they really knew how to do on their own, but we all didn't realize they knew how to right. do on their own. Right. And when you said that, it just kind of connected yeah. those two things. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah. yeah. And maybe that's kind of at, at the core of all of this. When, when life brings a change, it probably is bringing challenge with it. But if you prayerfully come at it, as an opportunity and you ask God to show you what that opportunity is what Mm -hmm. is it that he has available to your family in this new situation in this new variable what is he making available and and it 
could be a tough situation where what he's making available is his presence as a comforter and a guide and a new level of dependence on him. That might not feel in your emotions like an opportunity mm. right away. But if you're, if you're prayerfully asking him to show you the opportunity that's there, it can, it can really change your interaction with Absolutely. Right. Maybe he's calling you to be interdependent on one another in a different Mm. way and to really take a giant step backward and look at your relationships and how you have things structured. And maybe we just, you know, well, it worked that way last year. So Mm -hmm. we started doing it this way. But now we're going to look at it because we have to. Right. But wow, in the middle of that, we're going to discover things work better this new way Mm -hmm. in this particular area. And we might never have tried that if we didn't have to. Yeah, Yeah. excellent. Yeah, Yeah, and maybe a lot of what we're talking about too in terms of positive life changes that do just change everything. Um, If it's an opportunity for our kid, something that they are really excited to pursue, travel or an internship or an apprenticeship or a part-time job or an athletic opportunity or an artistic opportunity, um, that's a really wonderful piece of life skills training too for them for down the road because if, if it's put out there as, okay, you want to do this, it's adding this component to our family, to our homeschool, that affects all these other things. So you will need to take responsibility for how is that going to happen in a way that is not disrespectful of other people in this family, that is um, still respecting your body, your needs for sleep and for healthy eating and respecting our family's financial situation. You know, can can we afford this? And if we can't, is there a way for you to help make that happen? But it really puts our teens in the driver's seat to a great extent if we resist the urge to rush in there and just make it happen for them. Oh my, yeah. When One of the things when our girls started having opportunities to do this travel hockey stuff, this was a huge step for our family. And oh my, did we seek God mm. and his will for our family repeatedly because it was financially out of our, not not just our comfort zone, but out of our ability to, to do it. And mm. so we continually prayed together, not, not necessarily all sitting around the table together, but, but the two girls who were playing hockey and my hubby and I, we just kept praying like, okay, so God, this does not look possible yet it seems like you're providing this opportunity so if this is really what you want for them for us please make it very visible and if this is not what you want we Mm. will stop tomorrow Mm -hmm. just make that clear too you know there are opportunities for all kinds of things you know when you when he closes a door he opens a window or opens another door or what have you um and something I was not very frankly, very openly and honestly, um, not as good at. Um, initially, there was, they even made proposals to us. I'd love to tell you that story, but I'd get in trouble. I'd have to, you know, and, uh, yeah, you'd never hear from me again. <laughs> but someday maybe I'll be able to tell you that story. Uh, but they came making proposals because they understood that, that it was going to create sacrifice for our mm. family. And so they came saying, we know that it will cost X number of hours for you to drive us back and forth. So how about if we do this extra work around the house to help enable that, to free that up. up. Mm. Um, And we did a lot of car schooling because there were a lot of hours that we were not going to be able to sit around that kitchen table or have them, you know, lounging in their beds reading (laughs) or wherever they loved to do their schoolwork. 
Um, so yeah, so having them take initiative and take responsibility. And then um, if you're, uh, you know, better than I am, you'll be better, you know, monitoring that and working through that because sometimes that part just kind of fell off a little. Yeah, things get lost in the shuffle they for do. everybody. They do. Yeah. All right. So if we were wrapping so, this up and just reminding you, of course, we're saying pray. Pray, pray, pray. That's what we always say because <laughs> it's <laughs> always the right place to start and the right place to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then carefully examine uh, the things that we just always do this way. Are those deal breakers or are they sacred cows? Be willing to look at every single piece of it and ask God to give you real clarity and wisdom to discern, is this, is this something that truly is necessary for mom's sanity and for the success of this homeschool? Or is this perhaps a sacred cow that we need to consider changing? Um, involve your teen in oh my, yes. the planning and decision and tweaking process because they not only will bring good perspective to those decisions, but they will also then be practicing for the rest of their lives, making wise decisions when variables change around them. And am I missing anything? No. Those are kind of the guiding principles. Those those are the biggies. Um, And just be, be okay with like rolling with this. I kind of, I kind of feel like this is a lot like, like riding the waves, kind of. No, mm, I love the beach, right? Okay. So um, sometimes there's a big wave coming at you and your only option is is either to get absolutely slammed by it or to maybe to put your head down, close your eyes and Die dive under. through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you're in a different place and there are, you know, we call them rollies. They're the waves that aren't exactly breaking on you. Um, but just go, you know, not to be, you know, go with the flow, but go with the flow, you <laughs> sometimes, know? Sometimes, yeah. So, you know, when when you're hitting a peak, sometimes you have to, you, sometimes you can just float over them and you don't have to do anything. But sometimes you got to put a little oomph in it and you've got to jump a little bit mm. to get up to the top of that to be able to ride over it as opposed to have it crash over you. Um, and I'm just going to go with your metaphor because I'm digging it. it. If, we love if metaphors. You've been, if you've been hopping and moving there with the rolly waves for a while, keep looking back to the shore because yes. you've probably been drifting with the current. And there may be oh, some amen. of the bigger, major things, you know, time spent with your spouse, um, financial health mm-hmm. and stability in the big picture. Those things, you might be drifting off course. Yeah. Times of change are times that we often lose sight of our long-term goals. Mm. And while you need to be very, very flexible with those short-term goals and with the um, exact way that you are going to go after them, you want to keep checkpoints in place once a week, once a month, talk with somebody you trust, set up some accountability in your life. And see if you're keeping those things where they should be. Oh, yeah. And since if you're... She is pr- all excited. Uh, I'm a little bit nervous. Okay. She's like, if, yeah. So if you're <laughs> praying regularly, you're actually looking to your lifeguard. Oh. oh right? And so I'm, I'm thinking, Sabrina, when she was talking about looking back to the shore. Um, we live on the East Coast. We love to go to the beach, take mm-hmm. our kids to the beach. And it's very common that just by the way the current is moving, we will move laterally up and yep. down the beach. Whether Some, we meant to or not. Yes. <laughs> it's also good, and I think when you're talking about looking at your long-term goals and everything, sometimes you got to look 
vertically, so to speak? Are you Have you gotten in too close to the shore? Now, there's no such thing as too close to the lifeguard, except that the lifeguard does expect us to be in the world. He expects us to be in the water, mm, doing not just things. hiding from all the things that might be difficult to navigate. Yeah. Exactly. And at the same time, if we've gotten too far out and we're too far away, mm-hmm. whether it's from our goals, from our Lord, from our kids, from our spouse, from our responsibilities, if we're too far out, we are either going to be getting slammed by those waves or are going to have to go through some waves maybe to get back mm-hmm. to where we're supposed to be. Wow, that turned into quite the beach metaphor. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. we need a beach trip. Oh, Woo! definitely. All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, and We better my. stop talking, huh? We had, yes, we better, we better stop. Mm. So whatever life is bringing your way, whether it is a, a wonderful opportunity that brings change or whether it is a struggle and a challenge that brings change, be gracious to yourself, be kind to yourself, and recognize that change is hard. It it does require adjustment that often just feels awkward and um, tiring, and that's okay. Mm. And cut yourself a little bit of slack. You don't have to love every moment of your homeschooling life. It's okay to admit that some pieces of it are very, very challenging. challenging. And we should look out for each other during those times. So hopefully our willingness to be Authentic with our seventh sisters is encouraging our seventh sisters to be authentic with each other, too. Amen. And if you don't have any community, try to build some. Absolutely. Yeah, because we really do well when we take care of each other. And we're so glad that you're part of ours. Yes. And if you are also part of the Instagram community and um, you would like to be more connected to what Seven Sisters is doing in terms of big sistering our our Seventh Sisters out there. I am trying to up my activity and be very intentional about it being a positive, encouraging, equipping outlet on Instagram. So you can look for me at Sabrina Justison on Instagram and uh, check out my stories there and see if you can find things that will encourage and equip your homeschool. You can also find us on Facebook at the Homeschool High School Podcast and the Seven Sisters Homeschool Facebook page and on Pinterest, and at our blog. We're all over the place. We are. So please There's interact with us. a metaphor there, too. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> well, more for some of us than others. <laughs> I'm raising my hand. I resemble that remark. <laughs> Kim is all over the place. This is true, and actually, often, so am I. So I will not be throwing any stones okay. at this moment. Okay. Yeah. So have a wonderful week, and join us again on the Homeschool High School Podcast from 7sistershomeschool.com. Brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.